Hello, welcome to day two of the Breathe Better Challenge. This tutorial will explore the relationship between your breath and your nervous system. We'll begin with another quote, this time by Deb Dana. She says, when the inner workings of our biology are a mystery, we feel as if we're at the mercy of unknown, unexplainable, and unpredictable experiences. Once we know how our nervous system works, we can work with it. This tutorial will teach you how your nervous system works so you can work with it. And you'll see that the primary tool for navigating and calibrating your nervous system is your breath. I see the breath as a bridge. It's the interface of body, mind, heart, and spirit. Recall that the major muscle of breathing is your respiratory diaphragm. And this muscle has a direct relationship to your nervous system. And what we'll see is that the rhythm or cadence of breathing can balance the branches of your nervous system. And an out-of-balance nervous system manifests as health challenges, usually stress-related injuries and illnesses. Functional breathing is a way to counterbalance the strange stresses we experience with modern life. So again, the nervous system has two branches or two main pathways or tracks. You have the sympathetic nervous system. This is your get up and go, commonly called fight or flight, and the parasympathetic nervous system, often called rest and digest. I will refer to this as cool, calm, and content. You have both pathways because you need both. However, too much sympathetic leads to chronic stress, inflammation, burnout, and fatigue. Most of us are dealing with low-grade chronic stress and too much sympathetic activation. So we need parasympathetic activation, especially ventral vagal, which is a story for another day. And sympathetic activation allows you to relax. It promotes recovery, thinking creatively, and connecting deeply. The goal is not to tamp down sympathetic and only be in parasympathetic. The goal is to be responsive and resilient, to be able to access the drive and the passion of the sympathetic, but also appreciate the stillness, silence, and slowness that comes with the parasympathetic. When your nervous system is well calibrated, you have poise, a ready for any eventuality type of grace, because you know what's happening inside of you and you know how to work with it. So let's dive deeper into these two pathways. Because most people experience too much sympathetic activation, we'll focus on parasympathetic first. The respiratory diaphragm has a direct connection to the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is your 10th cranial nerve and it basically is your parasympathetic nervous system. Your exhale stimulates the vagus nerve and the exhale is actually under the direct control of the vagus nerve. So this stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. Also during exhale, the vagus nerve releases acetylcholine. This is a neurotransmitter that has a host of benefits, including lowering your heart rate. So it has a calming effect for your whole body. Here's how you use this information. If you're anxious, stressed, looking to bring more cool, calm, and content to your system, Focus on your exhale, even elongate your exhale, and you can pause at the bottom of your exhale. 
Other breathing techniques that influence the vagus nerve include humming and chanting during exhale. The pranayama of Brahmari, bee buzzing breath, is an excellent example. On the flip side, when you want to energize or invigorate, that's going to ask for more inhale emphasis. Inhale stimulates the sympathetic nervous system and increases heart rate. Practices like Wim Hof, Kapalabhati, and Tumo emphasize inhalation to heat up and energize the body. Use this information as a tool so when you're looking to build heat and energize, get up, focus on the inhale, the up breath. And if you're way up and you need to calm yourself down, if you're anxious, stressed, if you notice that you're breathless, then slow down your breathing. Start to elongate the exhale again. Breathing through pursed lips, like you're breathing through a straw on the exhale, is an excellent way. It's like an emergency stress release button for your body. Now, the question I often get at this point is what is best for everyday breathing? Slow, deep, rhythmic breath in through the nose and out through the nose with a balanced inhale and exhale is what is scientifically proven to have the most health benefits. And when you understand the nervous system, you can use the breath to upregulate or downregulate. You upregulate with inhale emphasis, you downregulate with exhale emphasis. And studies show that just five minutes of mindful breathing have tremendous positive impact on body, mind, nervous system, and neurochemistry. And there's an excellent article and podcast by Huberman Lab if you want to know more about that. So here's the wrap up. There's a little bit of magic that happens with breathing. It changes your state through your neurochemistry in our fast-paced, yet remarkably luxurious and comfortable world. Breathing can help you build energy and momentum when you need it, and also relax, recover, and reconnect. And I think we all agree we need more of that. To use your breath for nervous system calibration, you first have to listen. To learn to listen, observe what's happening inside of your body, and then respond respectfully. And that's what we'll be doing in the practices the next three days is learning to listen, learning to breathe and move so we're more attuned to body, breath, and being. See you soon.